This is Healing Justice, a podcast bridging conversations at the intersections of collective healing and social change. I'm your host, Kate Warning. Each week, we share a conversation with a powerful leader and an accompanying audio practice to help resource you in your leadership and the well-being of you and your people. You are finding yourself right now listening to a practice forecasting a spell for your community in the new year. This practice is offered by Adrienne Marie Brown, who is the author of Emergent Strategy, Shaping Change, Changing Worlds, and the co-editor of Octavia's Brood, Science Fiction from Social Justice Movements. Adrienne is a writer, a social justice facilitator, a healer and doula, and a pleasure activist living in Detroit, Michigan. Adrian also co-hosts a podcast with her sister, Autumn Brown, called How to Survive the End of the World. Check out the link to her blog and her podcast in the show notes. So without further introduction, here's Adrian to transition us into the new year. Hello. Um, this is Adrian again, and I'm really excited now because I'm going to share with you a practice um, that I use in my healing justice work and I use for organizational healing, I use for individual healing, and it is spellcasting. And right now we're going to generate a spell, um, a transition spell for the transition between 2017 and 2018. And some people mark these times in between in a really big way and some people don't. Um, I find that it's really an auspicious um, and magical um, and alchemical time that we want to be really intentional around because it's one of the ways that we mark time. So we imbue time with meaning and we as humans have imbued this transitioning from one year to the next with meaning. It's a time that we say, oh, I'm letting go of what happened last year. I'm inviting in some things for this next year. A lot of people set resolutions. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. Um, and I like to work more in the realm of, of spells, um, really saying this is a set of words that I'm going to use to um, generate incantation, to generate some magic for myself, to call in what I long for and to help me release what I no longer want in my life. And then I do a few things with these spells. So <laughs> um, I will share... Um, uh, I want to share a little something from the book, from Emergent Strategy. There's a section of the book that is called Spells and Practices for Emergent Strategy. And um, it gives a little framework on why I think spells are a useful practice. Um, so I have found that the work of cultivating personal resilience and healing from trauma self-development, and transformation is actually a crucial way to expand what any collective body can be. We heal ourselves and we heal in relationship. And then from that place, simultaneously, we create more space for healed communities, healed movements, healed worlds. What I offer in this book are core ways that I've tapped into my own power and wholeness and ways that I've supported others to tap into their own wholeness and into transformation. And fractal strategy suggests that wholeness in our organizers yields wholeness in our future. So 
in that spirit, um, casting the spells is one of the ways we say, what is it that needs to be healed in me? And, um, and what do I want to call in? And so for this practice, um, the things that would be great to have on hand, one is a journal, um, someplace that you do some writing. And, you know, you can absolutely do this on your phone or your computer or something. Um, but I find that there is something about the activity of writing it out with your hand, using your body as much as you can in the process of creating the spell um, that strengthens the spell, right? Like your energy, your body, and your presence are part of um, or some of the ingredients of this particular spell. You also might want to have a blank piece of paper if you're not that into tearing things out of your journal um, because there's a part of the spell that includes having a piece of paper that you put somewhere. Um, and then I think it helps to have, if you have a favorite pen or favorite pencil, um, something that makes you feel joyful to write with, um, that's also really helpful. And then... Um, a clear space in which to do this work. So you don't want to be at like a, a really a table or, or, you know, a space that's covered in, in stuff, even if it means finding a clear space on the floor, just some clear room. Um, maybe you can face a blank wall, but just some room to be like, I'm not going to be distracted. It's not going to be like, oh, there's my bills <laughs> all sitting right over there. <laughs> um, just some clear space. And then if you do have um, tarot decks, if you work with tarot decks, um, then definitely feel free to bring a tarot deck into this process. I often use tarot um, when I'm generating spells in order to help kind of focus my energy or focus my attention. Um, all right. So you have all those things hopefully with you and you're ready to go. And if not, you can just pause, get those things, and then come back. Okay, so you're either back or you're already here, but here we are. <laughs> so first I'm gonna ask you to reflect on what 2017 has been like for you. And um, I want you to really think, uh, think about, write about the year overall. And really tune into um, were there things in this year that felt too heavy for you to carry? Things that you tried to carry, but you just were like, this is too much, this is too heavy, I don't know if I can do it. And then uh, were there things in this year that you really, that you learned about yourself, um, about movements for healing justice, about movements for social justice, um, about movements for black liberation, about how you want to be with your family, about how you want to be in your love relationships. You know, just are there things that you learned either from how things went really well or from things that felt like failures or mistakes in the moment, but lessons that you want to carry forward? So first do some reflecting on that. And that reflecting, I recommend doing some free writing if you can, like really just putting the pen to paper and letting it flow, letting it come through. Um, don't force it and don't, um, and also don't back away from it. Sometimes the free write allows things to really get all the way forward or come all the way out.
If you need more time, feel free to pause this podcast and take all the time that you need. Um, That's one of the great things about doing practices with a podcast (laughs) so you can choose that so that's um that's the first piece of writing the second piece of writing is going to be a reflection on this present moment and the questions I want you to ask yourself here are how do I feel I am in my power and in my dignity in this present moment um and that could be in any and all areas of your life. How do I feel like I am in my power and in my dignity in this present moment? And the second question for this part is, where do I feel like I want to grow my power or grow my dignity in this moment? Where do I feel like I want to grow my power or grow my dignity in this moment? So where do I feel like I am in my power and where do I want to grow it? So just take a few moments to reflect there. in my power and dignity and where do I want to grow my power and dignity
Sweet. Hopefully that was generative. And again, if you need more time, feel free to pause this podcast and take the time you need and then just rejoin us. So the third little piece of writing that we're going to do here is, you may have guessed it, looking forward and reflecting on the future that you want to generate and doing this in a fractal way. So we want to think long-term and then bring that down to what we can actually practice. So what does liberation mean to you? Or answer the question, what does liberation mean to me? Um, And you can get, you can paint with a wide brush here. Um, What does liberation mean for you personally? But always, always we understand that there's nothing that happens for us individually that is not tied into what's happening to us collectively to our people, to our communities, to our species. Um, And we want to always keep that kind of layered consciousness that there's myself and myself as a representative and myself made real and made, um, made relevant by my relationships with other people, right? So what does liberation mean to me? I'm thinking as a species, as a member of your species, as a member of your community. And then what can I practice in this next year to increase my liberation and the liberation of my people and species? And really thinking here of practices of honesty, practices of um, rigor, practices of scholarship, practices of difficult conversation, um, practices of transformative justice, leaning into how do I um, bring abolition into my heart, Um, practices of generating strength and flexibility and longevity in the body, you know, there's lots of places where these practices can happen. So just take a moment now to write down what liberation means to you and what you can practice in order to increase your liberation and that of others.
another moment here. if you need more time but hopefully that was enough time for you and now you're going to begin to generate your spell so you're going to really go back over what you've just written and highlight or underline or circle the phrases that really stand out to you is like oh this this is actually the core piece of the thought right this is actually the, the key that I want to um bring forward into my spell and it doesn't have to be super short but it's also not paragraphs and paragraphs like you really want um, to be heading in the direction of a poem or heading in the direction of a spell it's something that is a small set of words that you can lay down and that get to the heart of things um, so you're going to go through and highlight those things underline circle um, and start to pull them out and um, once you've read through and kind of grabbed the words that you want or the key concepts that you want, you're going to arrange them um, to the side so that you have three stanzas of your spell. The first stanza will be what you're letting go of from the past and the lessons you're carrying forward. The second stanza um, will be the power that you're standing in and what you want to lean into more. And the third stanza will be um, with your eyes on liberation, what are you going to practice? Okay. So go ahead and circle your words, find your words. You may have started as I was speaking. And one of the ways you know you're on the right track is if you're saying things, you're like, whoa, I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> um, you want to be radically honest with yourself here because this the more honest you are, the more vulnerable you are, and the more of yourself that you actually put into the spell, um, the better it will be able to actually work for you, the more it will actually touch into the truth for you.
So if you need a little bit more time there, feel free to pause and take some. Um, but now you're basically going to pull together your spell. And what I'm going to do here is share a spell that I have generated for myself using this practice um, to kind of give form and also just to, to share with you. I want to be really um, vulnerable with you in this practice so that you can get a sense of what it feels like. It, it is very vulnerable. Um, so here's mine. I lay down the onslaught of death as entertainment, of false expertise on the whole wide world, of unnecessary drama, and all the distortions of ego. I take forward with me the skill and art of grieving, being unafraid of grief and of sadness, and how I know to pivot towards laughter without leaving the moment, and humility about love. I stand in my ease, a deep love of myself and my vulnerability with those who can hold me, and I lean more and more into collaboration that invites my whole self and partnership that doesn't ask me to shrink. I open my heart and let light in everywhere. I let my imperfections be known and be lessons. I will be in a daily practice of 100% honesty with compassion. I will be seen in this life as I am, unapologetic, learning, and reclaiming my whole life as we become unapologetic, learning, and reclaiming our whole right to be with this planet in peace and with each other in peace. So, you pull together your spell and you can offer it on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. Uh, you can speak it to loved ones. You can speak it to nature. I'm a huge fan of telling my spells to the ocean because I feel like the ocean is this interconnecting um, force that is really everywhere and showing up everywhere. It's like, oh, if it's not directly next to me, it's in the rain that's coming down on me. It's in the water that's flowing to me in other ways. And so I feel like, oh, putting the spell into the ocean is a way of having it come to me all the time. I also recommend with the piece of paper, so um, you know, you may have been journaling this entire time, but you want to put your actual spell on that piece of blank paper or torn out paper, something that you can actually move away from your journal. And you're going to place this spell under your bed for the year. And the way this practice was taught to me is that you put the spell like literally, you know, like in your pillowcase right next to your face if you want this to be sort of powered in a very quick way or fast way. Um, so you put the spell close to you. And if you want it to be a little bit of a slower <laughs> process, you might put it between the pillow and the bed or under the sheet or under the mattress or under the box spring or down on the floor. Um, I'm a big fan. For me, I put mine like, you know, 
uh, a little lower down because as much as I am a huge advocate for change, I do like to happen as much as I can at like a reasonable pace. <laughs> so, um, but that's me. You can put it wherever you want. And placing it in there with uh, knowledge that you will come back and check on it at the end of the year, um, at the end of 2018, and really reflect on how did I manifest this spell? What did I learn from casting this spell? What do I need to take into the next spell? And it, this becomes a cycle um, in your life that you engage in. And the one thing I recommend to folks, if you don't have the best memory, is to actually um, whatever practice you've decided to be in, to pull that part, you know, and put it up on post-its or put it up on, you know, just any other little pieces of paper and have it around your house in places where you'll be reminded like, oh, right. I said I was going to be in this 100% honesty practice every day. Like, have I gotten my practice in? Have I spoken to someone? Um, and gotten to really be in that, <laughs> in that practice for the day. So, that is one of the ways that you take the spell um, and turn it into practices that are tangible. And I really believe that practicing, practicing, practicing is how you actually generate a capacity for something new inside your life. It's not enough to just think it. It's not enough to just talk about it. It really is like what you practice is what you are. And um, so it's in that spirit, right, that you want to be doing these practices. So... Thank you so much for sitting here with me and generating your spell. I hope it is a powerful spell and a useful spell. And I hope that you have a really blessed transition from 2017 to 2018. Um, I don't think anything's going to necessarily slow down in the pace of the world, but I do think that we inside of that can drop down and be deeper and more healed and more powerful in the way that we approach our work. Um, and starve any oppression of our attention and put it all towards our liberation. Um, blessings on you, blessings on your work, and blessings on your whole life. <laughs> much love, much peace. Bye. Thank you so much to Adrian Marie Brown for the gift of that practice. If you want to hear more, you can download our corresponding conversation with Adrian about the imagination battles of our time, the conversations that need to be had beneath the conversations we think we're asking for, the relationship between critical connection and critical mass in our movements, how she manages her time and sense of urgency, and more about transitioning into the new year. You can sign up to stay in touch with us at healingjustice.org or engage with us on social media. Our links to Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter are in the show notes. This podcast is generously mixed and produced by Zach Meyer at The Coal Room. And we ask you that if you feel inspired to give an offering in reciprocity and gratitude for this practice or any of the other resources we're providing here on the podcast, you can do so by contributing at patreon.com slash healingjustice. We are running this entire project off of free will offerings and volunteers. And so it really means a lot when you give and also when you share and subscribe, rate, and review in iTunes. 
Thank you for your commitment to building movements that liberate all of us and investing in yourself and your community so that liberation looks as integral and real and full as it can possibly be. Happy New Year. Let's do this and hear you next week.